Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Today we have a crazy entitled parent story of a hilariously hypocritical stepmother. We'll get into that in a bit, but first, Entitled Aunt demands I give my watch to my spoiled cousin and slaps me when I won't give it to her. I, male 24, have an aunt, female 45, who has two daughters, female 18 and female 16. We'll call them Entitled Aunt, Good Uncle, male 49, Good Cousin, the 16-year-old, and Entitled Cousin, the 18-year-old. Entitled Cousin's birthday is in early January, and since they, their family, live three hours away from me, I decided to visit them for Entitled Cousin's birthday. Now, there's one thing to note about Entitled Cousin. She has never been told no by Entitled Aunt whenever she wanted anything. So, she is as spoiled as an 18-year-old can get. On the other hand, Good Cousin has always been more grateful for what she had, unlike her spoiled sister. Good Cousin never asked for expensive phones, necklaces, and weekly manicures like Entitled Cousin does. When my father's, male 44, dad passed away, I inherited from him an old Rolex watch with a leather strap which I always wear on my hand to remember him, as my relationship with him was very close when he was alive. On Entitled Cousin's birthday, I gave her a silver necklace as a gift, which she didn't even thank me for, but that was expected from her so I didn't mind it. Entitled Cousin received an iPhone 14 Pro Max from Entitled Aunt and Good Uncle, which made her yell out of joy. The cake Entitled Aunt ordered was with dark chocolate and raspberry glaze and a huge white Happy Birthday Entitled Cousin on it, which was honestly the best part of the whole birthday party. Later that day, Entitled Cousin noticed my watch, and the following conversation followed. Sorry if it doesn't sound right, had to translate it from Romanian to English. She said, hey OP, thank you for the necklace. I said, you're welcome. I thought you weren't going to thank me for it. She said, of course I would, but I noticed the watch you had. I said, yes, it was given to me after grandpa died. She said, grandpa died? When? She thought I was speaking of entitled aunt and my mom's father, which is alive. I said, no, my dad's father. She said, oh, sorry, I didn't know he died. I said, yes, I miss him a lot. She said, he gave you a really nice watch, didn't he? Me, knowing where this is going, said, yes, he did. Why? I was just wondering if I could give you back the necklace you gave me in exchange for the watch. What do you think? I said, no, this is more than a watch to me. I can't just give it to you. Entitled aunt who overheard our conversation joined in. Oh, come on, you know how much Entitled Cousin likes watches. Plus, it would fit her so nicely. I reply, I said no, now excuse me, I'm going to the bathroom. Entitled Aunt replies, okay, but first give us the watch and then you're free to go. I said, sorry, what? You heard me, OP, give me the watch. I said, I already told you no, now please leave me alone or else I'm taking her necklace back. She said, fine, but I'll let your mother know of how rude you were to us. Entitled Cousin said, but mommy, I want that watch. Now, keep in mind, she was an 18-year-old crying about not getting an expensive watch for free. Entitled Aunt said, you see what you did? You made Entitled Cousin mad. God will not forgive you for actions, and proceeds to slap me across the face 
I went straight to good uncle after that and told him what happened. So he went to them and said, What the heck are you doing? Entitled Aunt said, What do you mean? OP's being rude to my baby. Good uncle said, She's an adult for God's sake. Why do you keep acting like she's a toddler? Entitled Aunt said, You're taking sides. No, I'm not. Why in the heck would you slap him? Because that's what brats like him deserve. Alright, that's enough. If I see you bothering OP one more time, this party is over. After that, Entitled Aunt left me alone, but Entitled Cousin started crying and yelling about wanting that watch, which Good Uncle quickly made her shut up about it. For the rest of the party, Entitled Aunt gave me death glares whenever I was around, but Good Uncle kept her and Entitled Cousin shut. That night, Good Cousin apologized to me for her sister's behavior, but I told her that it wasn't her fault. The next day I woke up earlier than the others, packed my bags and took the earliest minibus back home. I sent them a text saying that I had to get home early for work and left it at that. My mom called me later that day asking me why did I argue with Entitled Aunt and I told her the whole story. She just started laughing and told me she'll talk to Entitled Aunt about it. I haven't heard from Entitled Aunt or her family since, but I recently texted Good Cousin Happy Birthday on her birthday and she thanked me. I feel like it has to be assumed that OP's mom grew up experiencing similar behaviors. It's almost disappointing though that they're just like laughing and being like, alright, I'll talk to them about it, and nothing really comes out of it. I mean, thanks mom for talking to her, I suppose. Didn't change anything at all. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys can't get enough of hearing about these entitled parents, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, Father controlled and manipulated my whole life, so I'm finally leaving. I, 20, have only ever had my father as a solid parental figure in my life, or as solid as it could get throughout. He and my mother, who I've never met before, separated when I was too young to remember her, and apparently officially divorced in 2012. She has had zero contact with me, and my dad's not told me anything about her at all. Even if I asked when I was younger, he, with the help of my grandparents, paternal, raised me entirely. Throughout my life, he was always up and down. When I was a young child, he didn't treat me poorly from what I can remember, but left to work abroad for over a year without me, and also uprooted my whole life several times because of anything that was happening for him personally. It ranged from moving me from my hometown so we could live with his girlfriend who I'd never met before, to fully moving me from one country to another no matter how much I protested and cried because he knew what was best and he was getting a promotion. This continued for years. Many women entered and left my life and I lived in many apartments, none of which I ever got used to enough to call home. Back then, it felt like regularity, but looking back now, it caused me so much stress and emotional imbalance from how turbulent it all was. In the last couple of years, he expanded his poor treatment of me into other areas of our lives. Getting mad at me for missing several calls turned into insulting me and calling me names over not responding to his messages immediately. Being rarely frustrated turned into being always angry about the smallest mistakes or actions of mine. I folded a towel wrong meant a 15 minute anger fit. Not washing the dishes meant a series of insults to me and my character. Coming home 15 minutes late meant the silent treatment for hours and even in the meantime he would love bomb me when he could, manipulating me into thinking his bad side wasn't actually that bad because he was otherwise a good parent. I'm embarrassed to say it worked. Jump to the present, I'm currently sitting on the floor at my girlfriend's house, overthinking my plan for tomorrow. Me, her, and her sister will be going to my house. 
packing a suitcase or two of the things I cannot part with, and I'm moving in with her, parting ways with my dad for good. That's been the idea since two days ago, and it solidified an hour ago. He spam called me and when I didn't pick up, he called me a useless, embarrassing creature amongst other equally hurtful things. For context, the reason he got angry and called me was because I didn't respond to his message. It's time his actions got their consequences. Let's see if he's so arrogant and self-assured when he loses the only child he's ever had. Definitely. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Put your foot down and getting that distance between yourself and somebody that abusive to you is obviously the right thing. Maybe it could be a wake-up call, but considering this seems to have been a lifelong thing, at least during your lifespan, I don't know. Our next story is, my friend's stepmom is insane and thought I would be on her side. Edit 1, context. My friend is treated as a live-in maid without being paid, and everything is given to his little siblings for free. All in all, treated awfully. He finally stood his ground and she retaliated by kicking him out. He said no to this too because of a prior arrangement and she only slightly backed down and then texted me if I knew what was going on because he's acting strange. Edit 2. This is a mostly one-sided conversation. She didn't say much after this. He's moving out in a few days so it won't happen anymore. The paragraphs I sent her go as follows. I said okay, I'll tell you what I think and what I know. I want to start by saying that it is absolutely appalling that you would message me about this. This is none of my business and I think you should communicate with him and hear him out rather than just shutting him down and then talking to me about it instead. I understand why you would message me but I think that's really immature on your part. The main thing he's expressed to me and from what I've seen of your interactions while I'm on a call or something is the lack of you respecting his boundaries. That means no knocking on doors, his half-siblings getting into his things and facing no consequences. He walks through the door and gets a bombardment of chores as soon as he gets home from work no matter how tired he is. No matter from the night before and how late he's going to bed because of chores that he's also bombarded with at night and he feels like you don't care because of that and I don't blame him. I understand that there's lots of kids. I understand that you're a mom and you're trying your best. But I think you could at least give him some basic respect and understanding without being manipulated like you are, constantly and all the time. You want him to move in with you, give him some kind of something to look forward to. 
there's nothing for him to look forward to if he moves with you, other than no gaming, no internet, no online school like he wants, and that works best for him, and a far drive to and from work, picking up things for you and not getting proper payment for gas money, and chores even when he's tired and needs some rest after working. You want him to look at you like family? Of course you do. That's what any stepmom would want. But families love each other and respect each other and communicate friendly with each other and understand each other. And you've given him none of that and now you text me. You text me about this? Are you serious? And now you manipulate him even more. Just like you always do and trust me, this isn't an easy decision for him. He's upset about this decision and this decision was hard for him. He never wanted things to turn out this way, and neither would I, but I'm so proud of him. He's making this decision that's best for himself, and he'll stand his ground and not be in this corner that you manipulate him into. This isn't the ideal situation, and it never was. And it's unfortunate, and I'm so sorry for you. I'm so sorry that your chance with him got ruined, but in all honesty, you had it coming. And I'm sorry that everything you had with him is over and it's going to be hard and different for you and him both, but you know, you're a strong person and I'm confident that you'll figure out how to live without him in the house, even if it means doing the dishes after every meal and taking the trash out and sweeping and mopping the kitchen floor every night. The only response I have back at this point from her is, I'm sorry, but you're right, it was immature for me to reach. So naturally I kept going. It's confusing. So when he leaves on his own, it's all of a sudden so hurting and so heartbreaking. It doesn't make any sense. There's no logic behind your rules or your actions. You gave him a roof over his head and food to eat between 8am and 10pm. How is any of that okay? At all. That was rhetorical. It's not okay. You would treat someone like that when you want them to think of you as family. Just please reflect on your actions and think about what's happening. Don't be immune to seeing your own flaws. I think even that would be appreciated by him, even though nothing will change the fact that he won't be living with you. I think a real, sincere apology and just letting him know that you did wrong would be at least appreciated, and I appreciate your apology to me as well, but it's okay. I've said everything that's needed to be said for me, and now I think if you have anything else to say, you should say it to him with an open mind, listening ears, and a non-manipulative voice. Afterwards, he gets a crappy apology and she becomes even more manipulative, so he's moving back with his mom. Well, I can tell you one thing, you can tell OP is a great friend. I hope the friends I have in my life are willing to go that far at bat for me. I mean, although to be fair, I don't think any of my friends would have any contact with parents or step-parents or anything. But, you know, in a theoretical, I hope they'd go at bat for me like this. This next story is, angry stepfather tries to make pregnant me climb a ladder. So my stepfather likes to garden, I do not. They have lots of fruit trees and a vegetable patch. I hate ladders, always have. I can now climb with only some anxiety when I used to get a panic attack getting two rungs up and I'm also 16 weeks pregnant with twins. My mother is injured and my stepfather is disabled, so he asked me to go pick some tomatoes and plums. When we got outside, he said he'd get me the ladder. I said I don't think I should be climbing one. He cuts me off and tells me to stop being dramatic as he'll hold it. He starts to unfold it and I say in a calm voice, I'm really not comfortable climbing a ladder. He full on yells at me to just drop everything and go home then. I remain calm. I'm a teacher. I deal with tantrums all the time and tell him I'm not saying that. 
He yells at me the same thing and to just leave him to do it all. He's fallen multiple times. I told him I couldn't in case he fell. We don't speak as he drops plums into a bucket. He then ditches me and goes inside to pout and tattle to my mother. He tells her that I had a fit about being asked to climb a ladder. Her only response? OP doesn't climb ladders. You know that. I mean, it's certainly one thing enough on its own that you had such a fear of climbing ladders, but never in my life would I ask and expect a 16-week pregnant woman to climb a ladder for me, disability or not. Call another relative or ask a neighbor if they can help out or something. This next story is only one week until I leave. I, 21-year-old female, leave for the fall semester on Friday, August 25th. I actually also turn 22 on Sunday, August 27th. School is 6-7 to hours away. I went out to see my sister and her friends, and then some of my own friends from the city I live in, as I won't see them for a bit when I'm gone. I'm in New York City and anyone who lives here knows how unreliable the MTA can be. It took me about an hour and a half to get home yesterday, as my train isn't running to my stop or the stop I was coming from. I ended up getting home around 10.30pm and kept open communication with my mom about my ETA. For reference, she doesn't even know I saw my sister as they're no contact and have been since my sister was in the single digits of age. I reconnected with my sister this summer and my mom doesn't know that. She just thought I was with my high school best friend all day. When I got home, she's sitting there ticked. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I just ignored her and went straight to my room. Next thing I knew, I'm getting lectured. Apparently, I disrespected her by going out to be in the streets all day. She claims she never disrespected her mom like this by coming home so late. The wild thing is she did worse. She got pregnant by 19. She also made the comment that she's going to start going out with her friends so I can see how it feels. There are two problems with that. One, she barely has friends since she's so crappy. Two, I would be indifferent to her seeing her friends. It's not like we really even interact when we're home together, unless she's using me as her personal therapist. She then proceeded to tell me she can't wait until I move out and move on, so I can leave her alone and she doesn't have to worry about me being out. To this I responded that she doesn't have to worry about me anymore, as I'm literally leaving in a week. That ticked her off more and she took offense in my rubbing in that I'm leaving soon. She proceeded to call me ungrateful and kept going and going until I literally had to tell her, I don't care. That only made things worse as I hurt her feelings more. I just walked away back to my room and texted friends as I calmed down. So, needless to say, getting some distance, getting some space, and having some time alone, probably with minimal contact, I think is absolutely the healthiest thing here. I think she's just way too attached to OP. I mean, let alone her awful behavior. Also, let's be real, if you're 21 years old, is 10.30pm that late to get home at? I heard of high school friends having 11, sometimes 12 o'clock curfews. I mean, sometimes crap happens and you don't even get back till 1 or 2 in the morning. Maybe then there's an argument. 
But who's sitting around desperately sounding like they're on the verge of tears because their 21-year-old kid isn't back by 10.30 p.m.? Just go to bed if you're tired and cranky, I'll get back. Our next story is, Entitled Dad Tries to Skip the Queue at the Emergency Room. For context, I, 26-year-old female, live in a northern European country with universal health care and free emergency care services. On Friday evening, I slipped walking back to my apartment. There's a short but steep gravel path with some larger rocks embedded in the ground at the entrance. It had rained that morning so the ground was still damp. A man saw me slip backward and came to help me up. I hit my head fairly hard on the ground but between the adrenaline and the embarrassment, it was mostly just my pride that was hurt. I got inside and began taking my braids down and noticed my hair and head was damp and I thought initially it was from leftover groundwater. Nope, it was blood. A few moments later, I was seeing double and deducted that the fall was probably a lot worse than embarrassment from having a witness to my clumsiness. I head to the ER and get my queue ticket number and sit down in the waiting area. By this point, I could feel the top of my, unfortunately, favorite shirt in the back getting wet. Every time I touched to the back of my head, it came back red, like it was genuinely gushing. My neck was wet, my shoulders were wet, my hair was matted and red. I was wearing a hoodie zipped all the way with the hood up. After about 20 minutes of waiting, a man came in speaking English with a son who was maybe 9 to 12. I'm very bad at guessing ages. The kid seemed chill, he was limping a little. The dad was very agitated and seemed annoyed with the large amount of people in the waiting area. I mean, come on, it's Friday evening in the summer, of course the ER will have a longer wait. As the queue numbers get ringed, there are some times that no one gets up. This happens often enough when people get tired of waiting and decide their emergency isn't emergency-ish enough and just leave. Every time this happens, the father would stand with his kid and go in and pretend it's their turn. The nurses actually check the queue tickets here so they'd get turned back each time and sit down again. I waited just under an hour and a half before my queue ticket was called. I stood up and started walking toward the nurse station when they heard a voice shout out, Hey, do you speak English? Yes. Could we go before you? Come on, he's just a kid. I'm not a monster, so I asked. How injured is he? If he was genuinely in extreme pain, I'd let them go. He said, He's limping. You're walking just fine, so you can't be injured more than him. I felt bad for the kid because he was visibly embarrassed and sort of mumbling like, Dad, stop. It's fine. We can wait. I almost scoffed at the more injured than him comment. I just took my hood down, unzipped my hoodie, took it off and turned my back to the waiting room exposing my blood soaked hair and upper back. There were some muffled gasps and one girl let out a little shriek. I turned back around and asked if he still thought his son was still more injured than me. He stuttered out a, no, you should go on ahead. I didn't wait a moment longer and was ushered into the room for stitches and concussion diagnosis. I can't say for sure whether or not they were tourists, but it's very annoying to think that they're tourists here and feel entitled to step in front of the patiently waiting, well, patience. My biggest takeaway of the evening is my favorite shirt is now ruined, so please comment your links to your favorite shirts so I can get multiple replacements. I mean, listen, I know they hit their head, so maybe they weren't thinking so clearly, but does anybody think that OP did a huge disservice to themselves by kind of hiding up their symptoms? I feel like if it was a little more obvious that they were bleeding that badly, they would be rushed right to the back for some immediate stitches. Am I wrong in assuming that? Our next story is, Entitled Mother accuses me of laughing at her special needs daughter and blows up. 
Good afternoon, everyone. Today at work, I met my worst entitled mother yet. It isn't as explosive as other posts, but it put me in a serious mood. So I work in customer service within the tourism industry. I naturally get my fair share of entitlement in my face, but I can often side with them in order to calm them down for the time that I am dealing with them, even if I don't agree with them. Usually works like a charm. It most definitely didn't in this scenario. I guess it's time to meet the cast. We have me, holy heck it's me, entitled mother, I'm going to guess you know who this is representative of, GB, guy bloke, literally a random guy in the line after entitled mother. So I was working in the gift shop, stocking up and working the till. It was a very good shift. I was talking to customers about the World Cup, chatting around and making jokes with customers, I hadn't even been threatened with murder. Yes, that happened. It's a long story. At around 12.30pm British time, this absolute behemoth of a lady walks in. Now, I'm not insulting her weight, but she was about 4'10 and easily 300 pounds. She wasn't exactly light. She and her family, I'm not calling them entitled as I had no interaction with them, were walking around the store and browsing our various trinkets to purchase. I couldn't care less at this point. We were in peak time and I had a line of people to deal with. Approximately 15 minutes later, I notice her child or grandchild or other form of familial relation laying on the ground. It was really hot today and I was worried she'd passed out, so I turned to my coworker and said, Hey, do you know if that child is alright? Do you reckon I should go and check if she's okay? My coworker had no time to respond as the girl's sister came over and they started laughing, so I naturally assumed that they were okay and were playing. I smiled to myself, as it's nice to see kids of large age differences, around 12 years difference if I were to guess, and this said entitled mother off. She said, excuse me, can I say something? I said, absolutely. Do you think it's okay to laugh at that girl? I said, pardon? I'm confused. Do you think it's appropriate to laugh at that child? She's special needs and means a lot to me. I said, I can assure you, ma'am, I was most definitely not laughing at her. I was just, yes, you were. I said, I promise you I was not. Don't you lie to me. She put her finger up at me at this point. It's worth noting that I come from a family of rugby players. I'm 6 foot 2 to 6 foot 4, I'm not sure specifically. Built like a tank. I played linebacker and defensive lineman in an American football team alongside rugby. I'm a pretty big guy and it's obvious that I'm not a 16 year old kid who you do that to. I said, I did not do that ma'am. Now please pay for your products, the line is getting long. She loses it. Don't you freaking lie to me. You laughed at my child. I'm fed up of people like you not treating us like crap. You're freaking rude. Freak you. She flips me off as she storms off and talks to her family loudly about me. I put my arms up in the you what tone that Brits who are reading this will be familiar with. Now, I shouldn't have done this, but there was a lot more back and forth between us that I can't be bothered to write, so I was pretty annoyed. The good bloke says... Forgive my nosiness, what did you do? I said I just smiled at her children playing. They said, wow, that's freaking pathetic. Are you alright? I said, yeah, I'm alright. Don't worry about me, mate. How about you? I then complete my shift. This part may seem fake and I understand if you don't believe it, no drama. As I was clocking out of work, I bumped into the entitled mother. She had a walking stick and swiped my legs as I was walking past. I just glared at her. I know it's nothing serious, but I'm ticked off. Thank gosh I'm moving away soon. Love you guys. Toodaloo. 
I mean, it's one thing to deal with this entitled mother who assumes wrongly. I mean, maybe in that situation you would understand if she had dealt with a lot of people judging or making fun of their kids and they're just trying to be protective, sure. But waiting around and swiping at somebody with a walking stick after they get off work? That's some weird messed up stuff. This next story is, free school supplies and free lunch isn't good enough. I helped volunteer at a local giveaway for back to school. It was from 9am to 2pm. We gave almost a thousand backpacks with school supplies based on elementary, middle and high school. Had a wide variety of backpacks stuffed with scissors, crayons, notebook paper, spirals, pencils, pens, etc. Kids could choose what backpack they wanted, then go eat, get a haircut, voucher for clothes and choose a toiletries kit for home. I own a restaurant, so I provided two tacos for each child. A sandwich shop provided ham or turkey and cheese sliders and chips. Kids had a choice of water or Capri Sun. Everyone's having a good time. Bouncy castles, popcorn, stickers. Then the late moms show up at 1.30. Super ticked, their precious ones can choose from solid colored backpacks instead of cartoon or superhero ones. That's not fair, you should have gotten a bigger variety. Asked why we were so cheap as to buy 16 count crayons instead of bigger ones, it's what the school requested. My favorite was asking why we didn't have pizza like we did last year. They decided to donate quite a bit of money instead of pizza. But our kids are allergic to sliders and tacos and they can't drink water without getting sick. So they can eat the flour crust on pizza but not the flour in the sliders or the flour tortillas? Silence left screaming about how we need to be fired. Well, that's definitely almost always going to be the downside of a school function. You have the parents of all these kids and at least one of these sets of parents is probably going to be highly entitled. I mean, I didn't expect them to come across as so unintelligent at the same time, but the entitlement doesn't surprise me. This next story is hypocrite stepmother who hasn't had a job in 10 years tells me I need to work on my career at 17. I'm 17 by the way, yes, you heard that correctly. She upsets me more and more and I hate being around her even more than my dad. I don't see her with a career, I don't see her with an advanced college degree, yet they're forcing me to? I don't see her leaving the house very often, yet she's going to tell me to? What a bench! I even said that art isn't necessarily the career I want to get into. I want to get into fashion. And yet the other day, my dad tried to convince me not to do the sewing class that is actually going to help me in that career field and tried telling me I'm not doing any fashion. How would he know? You know when the last time he asked to see my fashions or art was? Never. He never has. So how would he know? He doesn't actually care about me getting into that fashion school. He just wants to force me into doing extra work I don't want to do. There's nothing wrong with getting a standard diploma. My stepmother herself even said she just did the classes she needed to graduate from a standard diploma. So who is she to tell me I'm doing the bare minimum? What, I'm going to fail in life just because I don't take a few extra useless classes that aren't actually going to help me in my chosen career choice? She'll use the excuse that she's a stay-at-home mother, but my little sister's been in school for a year. Who are you mothering exactly? Your kid's in school. I don't see her treating her own daughter, my stepsister, who is 18, had to do a ton of makeup work this year to graduate and hasn't started college yet, the same treatment. I work my butt off making art some days, teaching myself using online tutorials and advice. I write a novel, which at the moment has around 80 chapters. 
I don't see them doing any of that. Some of my artworks literally take me four hours of time to do them, yet she's going to shame me for not leaving my room? Well, where do you suppose I do my art then? These are artworks I may make money off of in the future. Tattoo designs I may make money off of in the future, and she's telling me I need to do more. I'm only 17. I doubt she had done any of that at 17, and she's telling me I need to do more for my art career? If you don't do anything, you're not going to magically get famous. You do realize how difficult it is to actually get famous from drawing, right? Most artists start out with only 100 or so followers at most. Very few artists get to a point where they're ever famous, and there's no more Picassos or Van Goghs anymore. If she had any knowledge of the art community, she would know that. Most artists only promote their art on Instagram, but I've always been scared to do so because of the risk of art theft. Who said I'm trying to get famous anyway? There's nothing wrong with having only a couple thousand followers. Sounds to me like she just has no respect for artists at all. To me, it sounds like she has no respect for any artist that isn't raking in big bucks and has fans adoring them at every turn. Which, yeah, I mean, to be honest, as an artist, I don't think happens all too often. If you can make a living from your chosen career that you enjoy, I think that's just the most beautiful thing you can do in life. 100% focus on yourself, focus on the craft, figure out how to support yourself, and take control and do what you want to do in your life. Because trust me, if you do anything living for somebody else, you're going to regret it. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy entitled parent story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.